0: Uh, Doug, uh, Mitch McConnell is on line one. Oh, Senator McConnell?
1: Uh, yes, yes it is.
0: Well, so you've elected to call us again, Senator.
1: Well, you know, Doug, your show is just a venue I need. I learned to play the harmonica as a boy, and the leadership pitched in to buy me a new one. Now I mentioned to do some of the tunes Grandpappy taught me.
0: Well, you know, I'd I'd bet a lot of our listeners would just love to hear my old Kentucky home.
1: Yeah, well, well, who thought I'd play that?
0: Nobody, really. I was just a guess.
1: You know, I actually lean more towards camptown races. You know, the you old know, Stephen Foster.
0: We're, we're open to anything, sir, but uh, I'd like to just talk some politics at first. You mentioned your wife last time you were here.
1: My wife, Elaine Chow, yes, Labor Secretary in the uh, last administration.
0: Who resigned after January 6th.
1: Well, uh, yes. Bless her heart, the little woman was pretty irked at those folks running amok on TV.
0: No, we can imagine, sure.
1: You know, naturally, she was worried a bit about her better half getting slapped around or taken hostage.
0: Well, we saw the coverage. That's, that's understandable.
1: They did hustle me off to an undisclosed location, but it wasn't too bad, actually. There was excellent French pastries, pressed coffee, and fresh-baked schnitzel. Mm. Good cell service, too.
0: Mm. What, what about the worry of your getting zip-tied?
1: Forget it. Look, Elaine decided she had enough by January 7, okay? And let's face it, running a lame-duck labor department wasn't exactly exciting by then, anyhow.
0: Yeah, we suppose not.
1: The Sweetheart contracts were all dealt out by then, and Elaine really wanted to get a leg up on the Chinese New Year planning, you know, for our annual Louisville Gong Hei Fat Choy Festival. How'd that go, by the way? Oh, it was great. We had a sea cucumber eating contest. That was a huge hit. Uh, They're delicious, by the way.
0: Yeah, delicious. yeah. Delicious. Uh, <laughs> several listeners wrote in to ask about, about Trump calling her Coco Chow.
1: You know, it was, uh, yeah, okay, look. Did we like it? No. But it gave Elaine's cousin Lingling Ling, an idea to reach out to the people of Purina. She got a brainstorm about marketing chocolate-flavored doggy treats. We could actually call them Coco Chow. You know? Get it? Ling, Ling thought cocoa-flavored pellets would be a surefire hit with Fido.
0: Yeah, but chocolate's bad for dogs.
1: You know, it's funny you say that, Doug, because that's exactly what Purina said. Anyway, look, forget Coco Chow or calling her Chop Suey in meetings. The man uses nicknames. Big deal. You should have heard what he called Sonny Perdue and Wilbur Ross. Well, we'd we'd like to hear that. Well, um, you know, I I, I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but the agriculture secretary was Jimmy Dean's pure pork sausage behind his back. Ow! And Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, he was Mr. Ed.
0: Well, I I guess like Wilbur, the guy with the Talking Horse TV show then.
1: You tell me. And Energy Secretary Rick Perry got stuck with Alamo Alvin.
0: Being he's from Texas.
1: Well, I suppose. Look, it's all water under the bridge, Doug. I'm settling in for another run as Minority Leader.
0: That must be something of a disappointment for you.
1: Well, Minority Leader is a fine position, Mr. Everett, fine position.
0: But when you were Majority Leader, you you blazed quite a trail of block legislation and and stymied judicial appointments. Well,
1: thank you. I did put my shoulder to the wheel, that's true.
0: Uh, You made mention of a Senate talent show. One of our listeners wanted to, to know more about that.
1: Well, it's a friends and donors thing, Doug. You know, part of the annual Christmas party. We keep out all the cameras. And why is that? Well, the optics are poor. I mean, Josh Hawley's impression of Flip Wilson is dead on, especially his Geraldine impression, you know. Most people love it, but the dressing and drag irks some folks, you know, and to say nothing of the um, blackface. No, I see. And Chuck Rassley, oh, he does a damn fine ventriloquist act, Doug. You cannot see his lips move. For real, you cannot see them <laughs> okay. Move. That one I think maybe we should televise. You know, his dummy is Pedro the Taco Maker. You really need to see that little wooden fella do his Mexican weather report routine.
0: Well, I bet he wows him with that.
1: Oh, it slays him, Doug, every time. As does Senator Romney with his juggling act. Old Mick gets up on stage in his Brooks Brothers suit. Then he tosses sharpened tomahawks over his head like nobody's business. It's quite a sight. They are razor sharp. On both ends, I might add.
0: Well, Senator, I'd stay out of the front row on that one if I, if I were you. Yeah. yeah. What, what else?
1: Well, the minority leader gets to coach the Senate in the uh, House versus Senate flag football game.
0: Well, you must be very sad not to have obtained Herschel Walker for your backfield.
1: You said it. And, man, am I tired of Ted Cruz as tight end? Oh, you know, talk about molasses in January. We lost 34-6 to because Ted kept getting flags pulled by the Women's House caucus for crying out loud just hate to hear that. Yeah, you know, he can block. The man has the bulk for that. But he drops every pass, then blames Marco Rubio for putting too much zip on the ball. It's lame, quite frankly, lame.
0: Rubio's your quarterback.
1: It's true. Marco can't see over the offensive line real well, but his arm is okay. Anyway, Schumer can take over the whole business if in two years I get another term as majority leader.
0: Well, then you could again settle down to blocking judicial appointments and holding up legislation.
1: When my country calls, I stand ready to serve. Nice. I should know, Doug, I do have a new book out for young people. It's kind of a how-to book for America's youth interested in the workings of our federal government.
0: Well, now, Senator, that's great news, and that's very encouraging. What's it called?
1: Sand in the Gearbox.
0: So you show folks how to slow advancement.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, snail's pace. And if possible, grinding things to a complete halt.
0: Well, there probably is a market, we imagine, uh, for that among young Republicans.
1: You bet. We are forming a think tank, in fact, to help promote our ideas. Such as they
0: are. Because I imagine a pretty small tank will meet your needs.
1: Well, we are underwritten by the obstruction construction company. We expect its many offshore dark money accounts to do a heck of a lot of good. Heck of a lot.
0: Well, if you say so. Are you ready to play the harmonica?
1: Oh, drat! We we've been churning out so much tin music, like I'm about out of time. Well, can
0: you can do a teaser?
1: Oh, all right, hold hold alright, hold on. Let me find my harp. Go ahead. Man, I'm not sure where I stuck the old tin sandwich. Hold on.
0: No rush, go. Senator.
1: Oh here it is. Alright, you ready? Yeah. You ready? Okay, here we go. Now keep in mind this is just a little bit of a taste. Alright, so here we go. <laughs>
0: Well, that's very promising, Senator. I guess you really can play the harmonica.
1: (laughs) That's very kind of you, Doug. Very kind of you, Doug. Really enjoyed this time, but I have to go. I do want to reiterate, let's not stir up ill will between the former president and myself. The wife and I really don't need some MAGA dude popping into our back door waving around a claw hammer. Capisce?
0: Yes. Well, please do come back and and again, play your harmonica for us.
1: Well, Grandpappy would be proud, I know. So, yes, we'll give that a go for sure.
0: Very good, sir. (laughs) That was Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, the current Senate minority leader. We appreciate his call. We need to take a a short break, so let's do that. You're listening to Radio Parallax. I'm Douglas Everett.